As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Hear that podcast growling? All right, the latest episode here of that podcast, Ground, is presented by Visa Network, working for everyone. Paul Inner Jr., Jay Morrison of The Athletic, here on Sunday night for another emergency pod, here working for you. Ring the alarm one last time, and we can say it. Bengals, Land, Lyle Collins, three-year deal, offensive line renovation, complete. How about that? This is, Jay, I was, it's funny, I was thinking, you know, it's a Sunday here, we're doing the late night pod for people to wake up to in the morning and plotting the week. It's like, it's just another walkout of another (laughs) Bengals win. It's like we're just doing a little walkout after another Bengals victory on Sunday. This one, uh, as as big as any victory that they've had uh, since the AFC Championship in Kansas City. Yeah, I was going to say, we. this is a new record for the latest podcast we've ever recorded. But you're right, we've had some, some primetime game walkouts, the Super Bowl for one, uh, that were later. So this is the latest non-walkout podcast version we have we have ever done and for good reason. I mean, this is arguably the the most significant free agent signing in, in team history. I mean, the DJ Reader one, it you look at it now and it was big, but it, it wasn't met with the kind of anticipation this one was. Neither was Hendrickson. Um, this is the I mean, this has had everybody on the edge of their seats for the last few days. And then the news that he left town and everybody thought it was Armageddon, that they had lost him. And then they get the the surprise on Sunday that it's done. Um, just the, the way that it's it's all kind of played out and him being the big fish, the key piece they were going after. And to get him, it just it, it feels right now, maybe it's recency bias, but this feels like the I don't know if I'll say the biggest, but most significant free agent signing in franchise history. You could certainly make that argument in this moment. Um, and I, I think it's we're going to look back at this as the biggest day of the entire offseason. I mean, when, we, when we're when we in camp and talking about where they're at as they start training camp, we'll 
talk about this day. Well, this was the day where they, it's the, it was the final piece and a big piece and a piece they couldn't get anywhere else. It just, you know, I kind of tried to write it in the lead up to this. It just, when it, it did and we talked about it, it, it just turned into a crossroads moment. There just wasn't a piece with this kind of, kind of punch that could, that could really be the finishing touch that you need um, to look, let's be honest keep up with the AFC show that's happening right now. I mean, it's just, there is a, so much you got to keep up with right now and they needed this and they weren't going to find it anywhere else. And they had to push themselves a little bit and play everything just, just right. Play their cards just right. And they did, you know, cause here's the thing, Jay, people wanted them to, to, to trade for him, right? Yeah. Trade, don't, don't take any chances. Trade for him, right? And people probably want him just give him whatever he wants when he shows up here. Well, they had a sort of a call your bluff moment there after that first night. Okay, you want to call it off, end it, go ahead. They still eventually end up getting him. They don't have to give anything up. They've got the guy that they wanted and kind of targeted the entire time. And that is a big deal and one that the, the Bengals – played it perfectly for them and it worked out quite well. And, and Joe Burrow is certainly feeling great today. Yeah. I mean, going back to what I said before about being the most significant, it, it can, it can only get better. If, if you think about it, if they did trade for him, what do you, what fourth round pick? That seems fair. Let's see what happens next month or in, it'll, I guess it'll be May by the time the fourth, no, it'll still be late April by the time the fourth round comes around. Who they get there, where that piece could have not been a part of the the twenty twenty two puzzle if if they had. I don't want to say panic, but you you do you, it was it was a gamble. It was a big risk to not trade for him, and and I'm sure they felt confident they could sign him in free agency, but it's never a guarantee. Whereas the trade's a guarantee. You get the deal done, you give up a pick, and you've got the guy that you need. And they you're right. They they played it perfectly because as as good as Bengal fans have to feel about getting Collins under contract, the fact that they didn't have to give up anything other than cash to get him is is it's huge. I mean, who who knows what this fourth round rookie is gonna look like, but anything that he can give you is is on top of what you're gonna get from Collins. And so now we look at the line, right? Here's here's what it looks like. Left tackle, Jonah Williams. Left guard, whoever comes out on top of a battle between Jackson Carmen, Deontay Smith, probably a rookie, maybe a veteran minimum signing, maybe Quentin Spain in that regard is back on something cheap and in the mix as, as you know, as part of a competition. That's really the spot that's going to be one of the kids has to develop. Ted Karras at center. Alex Kappa at right guard, Leo Collins at right tackle. That is not just no donkeys. <laughs> that is really solid. That is a really, really solid group, and a com- and it is. It's a complete overall. I mean, you're going to show up on opening day with four different starters than you had last year at the, in the Super Bowl, you know, and uh, m- almost certainly. And – I think everybody would have said, yes, that's what it needs to be. That is the mm-hmm. ideal scenario. That is what it should look like is four new starters and Jonah Williams. And and they it wasn't just for any four. I mean, these were three guys that fit. 
that are significant upgrades are still all in their 20s. You know, it continued to to fit everything that way. And, a you know, a damn top 10 right tackle to go with it. I mean, Leo Collins, you know, he had the five-game suspension, but those last 10 games he played great. He is a road grader, man. Like on the back end of that wide zone, he just destroys people. And, you know, you can just see him clearing out lanes for for Joe Mixon in the run game and what that could mean and, and the consistency that you can get from him blocking at right tackle with those guys next to him. I mean, it, it's it, it was a, it's really just kind of a defining piece. I mean, and it's not just about this offseason. I mean, there's a lot of big questions that are going to face this team in the future, and that Joe Burrow is going to have to contemplate when, when there's a deal put in front of them next year, and they're talking about okay, let's it's what five, seven, twenty-two years, Joe, whatever you want <laughs> to play here, and he's got to make that call, and you know, were the words of Carson Palmer going to be ringing in the background? They're not going to get people to protect. Are they going to really try to protect you? They have spent the money, they've taken the aggressive route, they've spent on guard, for God's sakes, and did a full overhaul of the line for him and gave him his college buddy, Jamar Chase, and they've given him full reign. You know, he's he's the Pied Piper in sweatpants at Jeff Ruby's, like, you know, just doing his thing again. And, and they, they've, they've done everything for him, and this was the one last thing they did for him that you – there's no reason to think that this wasn't the final piece to set up, you know, everything you want for the foreseeable future. And that could mean very long term for the most prized person in the building. Yeah, because they, they if they don't take this step this offseason, you're right. And that, that's that factors into the negotiations next year when they're when they're trying to to sign him to a long-term deal. It has to be in his back of his mind. Is this the best thing that the money might be great, but is this team fully committed to, to protecting me? Is this team fully committed to doing what needs to be done to, to get over the hump? And they, they've emphatically stated so that, that yes, what Joe wants, Joe's going to get. And who knows, maybe, Maybe he'll tell Mike Brown he wants an indoor practice facility next offseason <laughs> in addition to his contract. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's 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 not it's not about just the players. It's it's about the message that that goes along with it. That everyone knew they had to do this, but there's that there's there's just getting different guys wasn't the answer. They had to get significant upgrades and and they did it. I mean, glass eating, ring wearing significant upgrade solid offensive lineman i mean it's it's hard you you have to feel really good a lot can happen you still have off season training camp you mentioned it how how brutal this afc is going to be but i think anybody out there that's a fan of the bengals has to feel really 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 good about the not just the, the prospects for 2022 but the direction the franchise is now going All right, let's take a second and switch gears here and hear from a sponsor. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. 
You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. We heard Zach Taylor talk about, and we talked a lot about getting his own guys and getting his team in here. And one thing that I thought was interesting that Frank Pollock said with us on Friday was that, you know, there is something to him getting his guys. I mean, he kind of had to take on what was handed to him a little bit last year. There's some pick and choose, but he was kind of playing with, with the other guy's parts a little bit. And he now gets these three guys that he he watched everybody find you our guys, Frank, you know, here's the Steven Radicevich and, and uh, Duke Tobin. They, they set the table for him. Like, here's, I think who's, here's your top tier. Tell us who you like out of these, out of this tier. And, this guy, this guy, this guy, love him, love Lyle. I mean, he he talked about Collins with us and said, "I love this guy," and he's a glass seater and all this stuff, and he's everything you would want. And he's got his guys. I think there's something to that when you're running. They change the system a little bit. Frank Paulus bringing his own way to really make it click and mesh up front. You know, there is something to having your guys a little bit there too, and I think that's an an, an extra part. Here, here's the other thing that I like about what this move also does. The depth is just, mm-hmm. we were, we talked about this last year. I didn't have a problem with the line as a whole last year. I mean, it's the starters. Uh, not great, right? But it, you <laughs> could see them getting by. It was, what was behind them was nothing but inexperience and you had no clue what you were getting. And that bit them. Prince, who was fine, but I mean, a guy who was learning on the job. Jackson Carmen, who couldn't do it. Trey Hill, who couldn't do it. Deontay Smith. I mean, these are all guys that had not done anything, and you had to re- eventually rely on them. And and they couldn't get it done. Now those guys who have log snaps, who are developmental, jump between your first and second year, and fighting for a starting spot in a lot of ways, are your backups. And they, but they, they're experienced now. They, you've got something. You can see the future with them. There's, there's not a freak out of man. This we don't even know what the hell we're gonna see when that guy takes the field. Mm-hmm. Now you know, you'll know much better who would take the field if you do have injuries. And there's a plan there. And there'll be another rookie too, probably thrown in that mix. I would assume, and that's a big deal too. It's just everything about this. It, when we say puzzle piece, it's not just like a. It was not. I do a lot of puzzles with my kids, and uh, I talk a lot about you're supposed to start with the the corners, do the edges around, you get it in the middle. But there's some pieces. It's like a middle piece with like 
it fits. It's in the four different holes. It's not some corner where there's just you got to get one thing to match it up. It's got a ma- it matches you up in like five different spots and it connects everything. Boom. That's what this was. It connects everything. It puts the whole package together. And uh, that's that's Collins. And man, just a massive day for the team, massive day for the franchise, a massive day for their hopes of uh, getting back to the Super Bowl in uh, just unrelenting, vicious uh, AFC gauntlet. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned what the line looks like as of right now, and then what we expect the left guard to be this open competition between those guys. But that it, you just said it too, a rookie. That doesn't – what if Tyler Linderbaum slides to 31 and they draft him and then kick Karras out to guard and then you've got you, – it. It's just it's it's all wide open for him. That just increases the depth, and they could do that with a guard possibly too. It it's it it just is it's almost hard to believe. You you knew this is what they had to do, and there is just still always that thought of uh, are are they are they going to cut a corner here, or is is someone going to outbid them there? And it 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 was a damn near perfect week of free agency for this team. And, and coming on the heels of two previous off seasons of really good free agency, it's it, it it's just it's it's kind of stunning to see. You see the team make the run to the Super Bowl, and that was totally out of character. It's it's not like a light switch has gone off, but it is the the the, the fortunes and the mechanisms of this team have changed so much um, in the last couple of years. It's it's almost head spinning. I mean, Colin said it, the the Bengals PR media sent out a video just for sound bites for people mm-hmm. in TV because we're not getting him till tomorrow. And uh, and he said, "What other team would you want to play for?" I mean, just <laughs> could you imagine? I mean, again, I'm like I feel like I'm going back to the walkouts in January and February, like the Cincinnati Bengals. Could you imagine <laughs> saying this? I mean, and that's what it is. What other team would you would would you want to play for? And that's kind of the way it feels right now. And you find the perfect fit and guys that want to come here. I mean, when when we heard from coaches and and people organizationally about like the borough effect is real, man. Like mm-hmm. we're hearing from a lot of people that want our guys to come here. And this is a this is an example exhibit A, exhibit A. This guy wants to come here. This is where he wants to be, and he's a massive upgrade for you. Can we talk about this weekend in the Kenwood Mall and <laughs> just the process of this weekend? Because it's hysterical. It's what what a what a what a just absurd couple of days this was for Bengals fans who have never refreshed their Twitter more in a 48-hour period, <laughs> waiting for any inkling. Bengals fans were just on edge, right? Like so. Word comes out this Saturday afternoon. They have the whole thing uh, where it was like, okay, yeah, the guys went out and they went to the precinct and Burrow showed up in sweatpants and they all hung out or whatever. It was great. And then, you know, you have the next day and and Collins is in the mix and they have meetings. Everyone's wondering, how's it going? Is he passing the physical? Where are they going? What are they going to do? Are they having to sleep over at Burrow's house? Like, <laughs> you know, what's what's happening? And and, and, go, and then the moment comes, okay, are they going to get it done? And everyone is just so on edge. And the report comes from Miami. Clearly a, clearly a calculated leak Agent. to a team <laughs> that could also be in the bidding. Uh, 
or at least they wanted it to appear was in the bidding about how, oh, you know, he's left town and uh, he's, he's, it's over. And then lo and behold, I get tweeted at from my guy. Here, here I am in Kenwood with Lyle Collins. <laughs> and I just was like, I just, this is one of my favorite off season turns that's ever happened. It's like <laughs> now every, and everybody starts Photoshopping them into different places around town and, and I mean, it was just, it was just and there. He was there. He'd take pictures of families. He's like, where would he go? Is he, is he at Cheesecake Factory? Is he getting his second free meal to take home from Maggiano's because he plans on coming back tomorrow? Like, where is he? Is he trying to get a hat? Is he going to Lids? Is he, is he going to be a Louis Vuitton guy to get some stuff? I mean, is he going to go try to find the burrow shades? And people are like, wait, he's wearing the burrow shades. Like, I am just, I was in love with the Kenwood Mall turn. It was one of my favorite things. And shout out too to Lyle mentioned this on his his the the clips that they sent out today. How on his flight to Cincinnati, there was a Bengal fan telling him how much they want him. And and Collins talked about how much that meant to him to to feel that appreciation from the fan base on his first trip into Cincinnati. So shout out to whoever that guy was at number one recognized him. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he 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 stood out with his size on a flight, but to. Uh, to, to kind of be the uh, the concierge or the go-between or the, the the first face that that he Colin sees coming into Cincinnati, I'm sure that's not the reason he signed, but just to to give him that good vibe right off the bat. And I don't know what was was the suit he was wearing today. Did he buy that at Kenwood Mall? I mean, I certainly hope so. It'll be my first question when we talk yeah. to him. <laughs> what did you buy at the Kenwood Mall yesterday? What stores did you go to? Because there's a lot of conversation going on uh, about that. I, I just, I think, I think a uh, guy on the flight and guy who sent the photo out. Um, shout out to both of them. Mm-hmm. Ruler of the jungle was week one. I mean, let's put oh, them yeah. both out there. Ruler of the jungle and just you know all the the tweets and the conversations. I think you put those up on the video board when you're doing their intro package. Shout out to these. You know, good Samaritans that 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 kept it interesting and uh, were were spreading the good word for everyone to to pile it on there at the end, which was just fantastic. I mean, ba- Bengals fans, man, they're they're out there and they are they're they're a fun bunch at this point. Uh, there's there's no doubt. Bengals Twitter has gone from the darkest depths of humanity to just this fun loving carousel, uh, and it's just <laughs> hysterical. Like, what a turn! What a what a great turn! If if you are flight guy, I mean, there's a lot of people that are probably going to claim to be him. But if you can if you can DM me a picture of your boarding pass to prove you were on that a flight from Dallas to Cincinnati last night, it would be fun to talk to this guy. Yeah, let's do it. Let's get let's get flight guy. Let's get <laughs> flight guy on. I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, all right. So what's next? I mean, we're gonna kind of explore this. Uh, we're gonna have a we'll do a live room tomorrow. Uh, we're going to treat it just like a big game, right? Walk out afterwards, mm-hmm. live room on Monday in the lunch hour, right, Jay? I mean, shoot, yeah. let's do it. Jay's going to be fresh off a root canal, though, so we'll see if you can talk if I'm going to hold this thing up by myself. It, it, it's a root, ca- root canal consultation. I'm not oh. actually having the procedure tomorrow, so I guess oh, okay. they just tell me how awful it's going to be, which I already know. <laughs> I've already had a few, um, but yes, it's 
It, All right, it's so got to be, be done. You won't be uh, talking like uh, like Kramer with Mel Torme and Seinfeld with the Velvet <laughs> Her- Fog. So so hopefully hopefully you'll be good there. But yeah, so we're, we're going to do a live room uh, tomorrow, and because everybody's got questions, it's a big week. A lot happened. A lot went down last week. We want to hear from you. So live room uh, Monday in the lunch hour. The exact time we'll drop that on you because we also are waiting to hear when we are going to be speaking with Lyle Collins tomorrow and others. So um, it, keep an eye out tomorrow morning for the exact time of our live room. Of course, you'll get uh, alerted on our app if you are a subscriber. And if you're a subscriber, you can ask questions uh, to us on there. But anybody can listen. They can come in and listen on the app. So uh, we'll have that going tomorrow and we'll talk about what's maybe next. That's kind of be our next big topic where, where do they go from here they go forward with a whole lot of flexibility because they don't feel pigeonholed to fix the line anymore the draft 31 63 there's spots you could pinpoint them on that you could say they need but they're not really back to a corner anywhere outside of maybe that corners cornerback spot um they're not really forced to do anything and that is a great position to be if you're picking where you're picking because uh you can just pick best player available and stack your roster and that's when you've reached a great point organizationally is when your drafts your early picks are just stacking your roster and you supplement spots in the mid rounds and that's where they're at. They're in, they're in a, in a great spot and this is uh you know they're certainly in a better spot right now than they were 24 hours ago. Yep. Four weeks until phase one of OTAs. It's it's happening very, very fast. Um, and like so everything this offseason. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very quick turnaround. Um, but it is. It's, it's going to be great to, to be able to get in the locker room and talk to these guys uh, as soon as the OTA sessions start. And uh, we will we will bring all of that to you on on here on this this episode or not this episode on episodes of here that podcast garland and on the athletic website yep all of that uh coming your way so thanks everybody for listening we will uh talk to you next time on here the podcast ground have a good one everybody